June's Journey is a fascinating hidden object mystery gaming app where you'll play as June Parker, tasked with a daunting obligation, solve your sister's murder. Set in the 1920s, the era of glitz and glam, this family mystery is one for the ages. Everyone's a suspect until your investigation determines otherwise. The clues are all around you, hidden within tricky twists and turns. You'll collect detailed information about each character in your photo album where you'll comb over every detail. You can even join a detective's club to chat and play with others or against them in the detective's league. With hundreds of puzzles to solve, you should probably get started today. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Inside the bank, the hostage crisis streamed live. No, 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 don't say no. What would you like me to say? And what should you do if you're taken hostage? There's no room for heroes. Not today, not ever. Plus, the bridge hero comes forward. The force of the collision ejected the 18-month-old girl out of the vehicle and into the water of this bay. And epic Mother's Day 2021. The number one gift for mom this special year. It's not what you think. And how the nationwide Uber driver shortage may keep you from getting to Mother's Day brunch on time. Oh, my goodness. And the hug, 14 months in the making. Plus, new information on the husband accused of murdering his wife. What her sister is saying today. Do you think that Barry killed your sister? Then, abandoned pandemic dogs. Everyone wanted one during lockdown. One year later, why so many are being abandoned. And first, Ben Affleck. Why did you unmatch me? It's me. Now, Matthew Perry from Friends. You always play with your hands, man. Did they really use an elite dating app to meet these ladies? Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. We are learning new details about that attempted bank robbery in St. Cloud, Minnesota, where a man took five bank bank employees hostage and then was on a standoff with police for hours. We've obtained video from inside the bank, and it shows just how tense the situation really was. It's heart-stopping video taken inside a bank where five people are held hostage. You can see two FBI agents peering through the window. Money is scattered across the floor. The accused hostage taker orders a female hostage to act as a go-between with the FBI. You next up, do his job. No, 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 don't say no. Say what I said, and I've been recording it too. What would you like me to say? What did I just tell you that was going to happen if he could just get a number for an FBI agent? I think we're still just waiting to hear from his family. The nine-hour siege at a Wells Fargo bank in St. Cloud, Minnesota, began when a teller pressed a panic button that summoned cops. We discovered several people had already fled the bank. But five bank employees remained and were held hostage. FBI SWAT teams in combat fatigues and police surrounded the bank. The suspect collected all the cell phones, then used one to live stream the scene inside the bank. After five tense hours, he began releasing the hostages one at a time to cheers from spectators gathered outside. The dramatic moments were captured by Doug Kiesling, a well-known storm chaser who lives in the neighborhood. Look, that's the suspect tossing a wad of cash out of the door. It's an echo of a scene from the iconic Al Pacino bank robbery movie, Dog Day Afternoon. 
Next to be released was this woman. She was the hostage speaking to the FBI. What would you like me to say? As tension mounted, two more hostages were released. This woman was visibly distressed as she walked to freedom after her terrifying ordeal. As night fell, the FBI actually delivered pizza to the bank. Again, straight out of dog day afternoon. Hey, keep the change. Then the last remaining hostage made a dash for freedom, falling on his way out. SWAT team stormed in and overpowered the suspect, identified as 35-year-old Ray Rico McNeary. The siege was over. So what should you do to survive a hostage situation? We talked to security expert Pat Brosnan. Stay put, stay calm, be polite, be respectful, pay attention to detail. But the overarching goal is to remain as a witness but a living witness. The hostages are really playing along perfectly. What would you like me to say? What did I just tell you? Wow. The suspect is being held at the county jail. He faces charges of bank robbery and kidnapping. The husband of missing Colorado mom Suzanne Morphew remains behind bars, charged with murder and being held without bail. Now his wife's sister is speaking publicly, pleading with the suspect to reveal what he knows so she says Suzanne can rest in peace. She spoke with Stephen Fabian. She's the mom presumed dead, allegedly at the hands of her husband, and now her sister is speaking out. Melinda Mormon says from day one of her sister's disappearance last Mother's Day, she thought her brother-in-law, Barry Morphew, was responsible. When this all went down a year ago, did you think it had something to do with Barry? Yes. What made you think that Barry could be the one to blame? The Friday before Mother's Day. My sister had... Um sent me a text message that morning. It was very lengthy. It was very powerful. It was very revealing. She was ready to share some things that she'd been keeping close to her vest. Melinda says her sister Suzanne had expressed concern for her own safety in the past. Was your sister scared of Barry? Yes. What made her scared of her own husband? Barry was very dominant in the relationship, and my sister was a very passive, gentle soul. He had a great tendency to overpower and intimidate people to get what he wanted. Do you think that Barry killed your sister? Yes, I do. Morphew has maintained his innocence, claiming he was 150 miles away in Denver and staying at a Holiday Inn Express when his wife disappeared. The Morphews have two daughters, Mallory and Macy, who are standing by their dad. The Morphews' daughters apparently refused to believe their dad had anything to do with the presumed slaying of their mother. They were inside the courtroom during his hearing where they made a heart-shaped sign of support with their hands and mouthed the words, I love you. Parents have a, a very powerful influence on their children for good or for evil. What is your message to your nieces today? Mallory and Macy, you are the heart and soul of your mother. She would never leave you. She would never forsake you. She loved you with her whole being. Despite extensive searches, Suzanne's remains have yet to be found. Melinda says for now, she believes only her brother-in-law has the power to give his wife a decent burial. I want you to tell the truth. Please do the right thing, Barry. Please do the right thing. Barry Morphew is due back in court on May 27th. Last year, Mother's Day took place during the height of the pandemic. And after a year of social distancing and lockdown, this year, Americans cannot wait to celebrate their moms in person. Here's Amber Cagliano.
What's the perfect Mother's Day gift this year? Getting yourself vaccinated. Health officials today are urging everyone to do it for mom. If the mom is vaccinated and we're vaccinated, we can go see the mom, be indoors, take our masks off, give each other hugs and kisses. That's all very, very low risk. We are absolutely delighted to have a plaza full of special moms to celebrate. With the nation opening up, Mother's Day 2021 will look more like it did pre-pandemic. Vaccinated moms celebrating with family. But while brunch may be back, flowers might be hard to come by. There's a huge shortage of flowers because of the pandemic. Visiting mom this Mother's Day may also be a challenge, especially if you plan to use Uber or Lyft. A shortage of drivers means longer waits for cars and a hike in prices. Still waiting for a driver. Inside Edition producer Carly Baganguito waited longer than usual for her ride to work today. They finally found me a driver. Looks like George will be here in about seven minutes. This wasn't terribly long, but I can definitely tell a difference. And the price doubled. Carly's two-mile journey, usually a $5 ride, was $12. Everything is more expensive. On average, Americans will spend $220 on Mother's Day gifts this year. That's 16 bucks more than last year. And if you're still getting stumped about what to get for mom, Jimmy Kimmel's wife, Molly, has a suggestion. The answer is go away. Hand that woman that mimosa. Get her a massage and say goodbye. Gotta say, she's got a point. According to the National Retail Federation, a record $28.1 billion will be spent on Mother's Day celebrations this year. When the pandemic began, pet adoption rates jumped 34 percent in America from the year before. But this year, there's a new trend. As Jim Murray reports, many of those dogs are now being abandoned. It's happening way too often across the country. Dogs adopted during the pandemic now abandoned. Here, a Tesla driver takes a dog into the woods and runs away. Check out this guy tying a dog in an empty parking lot in Houston and driving off. What's behind the surge in abandoned dogs? One reason, many new pet owners are heading back to work and they can't meet the demands of caring for an animal. My wife and I adopted Scout here about a year ago. She's become part of our family and we couldn't imagine giving her up. Apparently, some pet owners don't feel that way. <laughs> Jeremy Boss runs an animal rescue in Dallas. This is on a daily basis, but it shows no sign of slowing down. Other pet owners are simply returning their dogs to the shelters where they adopted them. This shepherd mix was just dropped off at the front door at the Lucky Dog Animal Rescue in Arlington, Virginia. This is Jonah. Uh, he is around two years old. He was adopted in May of 2020. He was returned today. Ashley Roberts works for the shelter. It definitely impacts the animals negatively whenever they're returned. Tamara and Brian Loud adopted Kaya during the pandemic. They actually arranged to fly her in from South Carolina and meet at the airport in Sacramento last November. They say they could never imagine parting with her. She's part of our life now, so um, that, that's how we look at it. I, I couldn't possibly imagine not having her. Not having her. Wow. Experts say before you adopt any pet, you should go over every conceivable scenario in your head, losing your job, going back to work, financial problems before you bring an animal into your family. Now, the other pandemic. More than 6,600 hate crimes against Asian Americans have been reported 
in just the past year, and those attacks are becoming more brazen. In the latest incident, two elderly women were randomly attacked by a man with a knife while they waited for the bus. We should warn you, the video in this report may be upsetting for some viewers. We're now seeing the horrifying moment when a man stabs two elderly Asian American women as they wait at a bus stop. The attacks on the women came out of nowhere and is another troubling sign that brazen attacks on Asian Americans continue to rise across the country. In the brutal attack, the man with a history of mental illness stabs a 65-year-old woman. She flees. Then he stabs an 85-year-old woman, puncturing her lung. A good Samaritan pulls her away. She collapses. An x-ray shows the large hunting knife still lodged in her chest. Today, her family is sharing photos of the grandma from her hospital bed in San Francisco, calling her the ultimate fighter. Four days earlier, also in San Francisco, surveillance cameras caught an unprovoked attack on an Asian dad who was taking his baby on a stroll. As he fights to get back up, you can see his stroller rolling away. The man was shaken but able to retrieve the stroller. Thank goodness his baby was not hurt. Anti-Asian hate crime has grown 164% so far this year in 16 American cities. I've just been heart sick and devastated. Lisa Ling is host of CNN's This Is Life with Lisa Ling. The level of hostility, um, the, the, the brazen attacks on the most vulnerable in our community, the elderly, women with their children. It's unreal. And it's also really, really upsetting. A GoFundMe uh, account has been set up for that 85-year-old stabbing victim. It's already raised more than $115,000, and some of the proceeds will be donated to the group Stop Asian Hate. Dating apps have reported record business during the COVID lockdown, some even appealing to big stars like Ben Affleck and Matthew Perry. But if those two were hoping to keep that on the down low, forget about it. Busted Matthew Perry and Ben Affleck and their quest for a date. Why did you unmatch me? It's me. Leaked video shows Affleck apparently crushed that a woman has rejected him on the world's most exclusive dating app, Raya, which is invitation only. The young woman outing Affleck is Divine J. She's a media influencer, aspiring actress, and at age 29 is 19 years younger than Affleck. Naveen posted this TikTok video explaining what happened. Thinking of the time I matched with Ben Affleck on Raya and thought it was fake, so I unmatched him. He sent me a video on Instagram. She posted the video. She says Affleck sent her. Why did you unmatch me? It's me. Affleck isn't alone. Now friend star Matthew Perry is being called out for what some are calling a creepy exchange with a 19-year-old blonde he met on Raya. There's a 31-year age difference. Kate Harrelson says she posted the video because it left her feeling icky. Honestly, it's not really okay for these older guys to be talking to such young girls, she says. Our requests for comment to Matthew Perry and Ben Affleck were not returned. But we'll be back with more Inside Edition right after this. Next, the bridge hero comes forward. The force of the collision ejected the 18-month-old girl out of the vehicle and into the water of this bay. And, oh my goodness. And the hug, 14 oh, months in the making. How are you? 
Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment with highly anticipated new releases. The time is now more than ever to embrace the breathtaking, sinister, and shocking tales that can enthrall you, especially with brand new exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors who are guaranteed to keep you gripped, like Amy Tintera's Listen for the Lie. With exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors, captivating sound design, and dynamic performances, Audible brings these stories to life like never before. And as a member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Cops say this actress is the victim of a serial con artist. Next, Inside Edition, how she says she got scammed out of a million dollars by her luxury lifestyle guru, who says she's done nothing wrong. Then, no more showers? Why so many people have stopped taking them? What's going on here? If I'm feeling lazy, I'll just skip the shower. Watch the next Inside Edition. Mother's Day is Sunday, and we hope yours is as happy as this. Oh, my goodness. It's a hug 14 months in the making. For the first time since the pandemic began, 85-year-old Grandma Barb Floden is coming face-to-face with her grandchildren. Oh, I'm back. Hi, Grandma. Just in time for Mother's Day. Oh, so good to see you, too. Barb and her husband of 64 years, Elvin, live in an assisted living facility in Minnesota and couldn't have visitors due to COVID. Year just disappeared. The last time she saw her granddaughter Amanda was February 2020 when she joined her to go wedding dress shopping. The scaled down wedding was held in August, but Barb had to miss it due to the pandemic. That's where the ceremony was. So Amanda brought along photos and showed Grandma how she was included on her special day. Yeah, here's your picture. Oh, yeah. Happy Mother's Day, Grandma. Grandma. The grandkids presented her with a gift and wrote a card. Happy Mother's Day. What a year it's been. After a year in isolation, Barb has to pinch herself that this is really happening. It's going to be like a dream. I'm going to wake up and it was a dream because I never thought anything like this could happen. Happy Mother's Day. Okay, we're going to take a break and dry our eyes and we'll be right back. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. A left 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Still to come, the bridge hero comes forward. The force of the collision ejected the 18-month-old girl out of the vehicle and into the water of this bay. Earlier this week, we told you about the man who jumped off a bridge to rescue a little girl who was ejected into a bay during a car crash. 
Well, now the first responders are speaking out about what happened that day. Les Trent reports. It happened on a bridge in Ocean City, Maryland, when a multi-car collision left this pickup dangling precariously over the concrete barrier. The force of the collision ejected the 18-month-old girl out of the vehicle and into the water of this bay. That's when another motorist got out of his car and without hesitation climbed over this barrier and dove into the chilly waters to the rescue. We got two in the water, the vehicle hanging off the bridge. Oh my God, does he have a baby? Boaters saw the incredible rescue unfold. The hero climbs up the ladder and hands the child over. Elena Ortel and her father, Joe, were on board the boat. We pulled them up through the back, um, down on the ladder, and we brought the baby through, and he got up on his own. Firefighter paramedic Ryan Womer was one of the first on the scene. You sought out the hero. Why? Yes, I, I had to go over and shake his hand. I had to see who took the jump and, and made the plunge, for lack of a better term, to, to save this child. Without his heroism, she wouldn't be here. The courageous hero wanted to remain anonymous until he knew for certain that the baby was okay. Oh my God, does he have a baby? Incredible story. Police, by the way, have ruled out alcohol as a factor in the crash. All eight people who were injured, we're happy to report, have since been released from the hospital. And when we come back, an Amazon delivery guy in a kind of sticky situation. And finally today, doorbell cameras have captured all kinds of things. But today we offer up this, the delivery guy versus the cactus. An Amazon delivery man is dropping off a package, but watch out for that cactus. Oh, my God. No, 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 no. Ouch. Oh, that's no. got to hurt. Oh, that's in there. He has to pull out the prickly cactus oh, no. needles one yeah. by one. Well, that's a different kind of security system, and that is Inside Edition for today. I'm Deborah Norville. Thanks for watching. We'll see you again next time. Here's a question always on the go. Yeah, you are. Now you can take CBS Mornings with you and we want to go. Wake up to your daily dose of news and interviews with today's leading figures in politics, business and entertainment in the CBS Mornings On The Go podcast. Available every weekday wherever you get your podcasts.